The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Good afternoon. Big Sills here on the National Football Show. Appreciate everybody stepping aboard with us. I'll tell you, man, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing the middle show with Barrett Brooks. And it's funny because you get an O-lineman and a D-lineman, and you get different perspectives on how you see the game. And it, it's it's been entertaining and also educating for me. So, and I appreciate everybody that jumps aboard with me there, too, and then comes back in the afternoon. I can't thank you enough for what you guys are doing for the show, man. You guys are making it one of the fastest-growing shows going, and we so appreciate it. You know, advertisers are starting to come aboard with us, and we thank you guys very much for doing this, man. Really, a lot. By the way, Combine start tomorrow, which basically kicks off the 2022 NFL season. That's like the first big event. The NFL Combines, you get a chance to interview everybody, you get a chance to have conversations with folks. Maybe you identify a little bit of what you're going to do, give you some more strategy of what you're going to do when it comes up to your respected teams and how they're going to look at free agency and the draft or the draft and free agency. Some teams may want to do this backwards. They want to maybe dive more in to what, free agency is or they want to dive more into the draft depending on what a need is and depending really on what a philosophy is you know that that's the one thing that you could say about philadelphia or you could say about new every single football team the steelers they all have their identity and how they see the draft and how they see free agency by the way may i start it before i get into the topics hey hit the like button I got to say this, man. You guys over here on the chat room, we thank you guys so much being involved, giving us great content. Smartest people I have spoken to in sports, I would say in the last seven years. Smartest folks. I, I, I get a name wrong, Cilio. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, plus the numbers, plus the statistics. It just shows me how vested you are as a sports fan, so it's great. But, again, hit the like button. Randy Cross from CBS Sports College Football, owner of three Super Bowl rings with the San Francisco 49ers, will join us in hour number two at around 5.30. So we'll talk with him, get his perspective on some of the top kids coming out and going into the NFL draft, his thoughts on what's going on in San Francisco. There's some really interesting news coming out of San Francisco today, and it surrounds Jimmy Garoppolo and him being hurt again. How does that set up the free agent market then when it comes to quarterbacks who could potentially be out there? There is a lot of news when it comes to quarterbacks. And, you know, in a pregame, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting around with Xander. Xander, get that, get that highlight up. Oh, I, oh, again, I'm not sure we can see that. That's right. I'm not sure we could play that during the show live. But it was Howie addressing. And, you know, all the general managers – Prior to the players showing up, get a chance to sit in front of 
the media and the media, the NFL media, the football media, the world media that covers the NFL gets a chance to talk to general managers and the head coach. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I think that when you talk about all the things we talked about at the end of the season, nothing's changed. Uh, I think what really has changed for us is the opportunity to add. You know, this is a great time of year for the Philadelphia Eagles, for us, for our staff, and being here and really getting everyone involved in the draft process. Um, Starter free agency is up and coming. And so um, we got to continue to add good players. We got to continue to make sure that we're doing everything we can to maximize our players' ability to be successful. Um, and certainly that starts at the quarterback position with Jalen. Okay, what did he say there? First and foremost, it, Howie Roseman, who was dressed the media there at the Combines in Indianapolis today, did he say anything? Sander, can I please hear this again? This is Howie. And again, let, let me set it up before you set it in here. But again, ask yourself if Howie Roseman says anything. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I think that when you talk about all the things we talked about at the end of the season, nothing's changed. Uh, I think what really has changed for us is the opportunity to add. You know, this is a great time of year for the Philadelphia Eagles, for us, for our staff, and being here and really getting everyone involved in the draft process. Um, starter free agency is up and coming. And so um, we got to continue to add good players. We got to continue to make sure that we're doing everything we can to maximize our players' ability to be successful. Um, and certainly that starts at the quarterback position with Jalen. I don't think he said anything there except this. Nothing's changed as of right now. Nothing has changed. You don't know if you're going to be in a conversation to get to Sean Watson. You have no idea. You have no idea if that's the team he's going to pick. He has a no-trade clause. So they're going with what they have right now at the Combines. You see... Howie's put a deal in place for the Texans and Nick Casario of the Texans, the general manager. He can't concern himself on whether or not and put his hopes in one basket and go, well, he's our guy. No, because when you go to the combines, you're going with the combines with who you are right now. That was what maybe you can be if you deal with free agency. You notice he didn't address free agency. He said something about adding players. That means they haven't identified anybody yet in free agency, or they have, and they're just not going to tell you because Howie's not – you think Howie's going to come out and he's going to go like this. You know, really, I love that defensive end from Miami. And, man, that kid really looks like he would really fit into our system. You know, we need to get sacked, so we're going to be really looking at edge rushers. Here's how that press conference should have went. Hey, man, you know what? At the end of the day, we're going to sit here and we're going to do our very best to try to make this football team better. If that means the current guys that are on the staff, fine, great. Then we really look forward to really working with these guys. If there's a chance in this offseason that I can get a better defensive end, an edge rusher, or I can get a safety, or I can get a linebacker and free agency, I'm going to. If my better option is in the draft, I'm going to go draft. Hey, Jalen Hurts, nothing's really changed right as of right now. Okay, unless we can get into the conversation with Deshaun Watson, I don't know what to tell you. Right now, this is who we are. This is how, you know, I mean, and Roseman answering questions about Deshaun. I'd like to see another guy. We have Jalen Hurts. That's, that's a lawyer's answer. Put that back up there again. Put that back up there again. Howie Roseman answering the question on Watson. We have Jalen Hurts. 
That's a lawyer's answer. That's how lawyers answer your questions. Howie's pretty slick. We have Jalen Hurts. That's not answering the question. No shit you have Jalen Hurts. That's a lawyer's answer. This guy's pretty slick, but he thinks we're stupid. We're not. He was talking out of both sides of his mouth, and right there he just gave you a lawyer's answer. Who do you believe? Okay? Who do you believe? Howie Roseman just exposed himself on who he is. With that quote, that quote right there tells me how he runs this team. He answers you like a lawyer. He don't tell you anything. That right there, hey, it's a simple question. What do you make of the Deshaun Watson? He could have said this, we have no interest. Jalen's my guy. Wait a minute. We have Jalen Hurts. Okay, you have Jalen Hurts, but you don't want Deshaun Watson? Is that how you're answering that? Dude, you can't win with Jalen Hurts a Super Bowl. You can win a Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson. Holy cow. Wow. He thinks you're stupid. He think, Hey, he thinks I'm stupid. Let's take Xander. Put that back up again. Look at. I want you to look at this as Eagle fans and NFL fans. Look at that, how he's talking to you. We have Jalen Hurts. No shit. You also have Gardner Minshew. Dude. (laughs) Boy, you know, he really does a great job at running a team. But he also does a poor job at conveying what he's doing with his team. Same thing happened last year. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a quarterback battle with Wentz and with Hurts. Why would you say that? Why would you devalue your first-round guy you just gave a truckload of money to? You don't have to tell the media anything. But when you answer questions like that, it makes you look shady. I see now why Philadelphia doesn't trust Howie Roseman to run an NFL draft. He's shady. That's shady stuff, man. Xander says he's got another quote. Pressed about the team's potential interest in pursuing Deshaun Watson, Eagles GM Howie Roseman shifts attention back to his confidence in Jalen Hurts. We have a 23-year-old quarterback who led us to the playoffs. (laughs) Okay. Is this guy running for president or mayor of Philadelphia? That's how lawyers and politicians answer you. Hey, are are, are we going to send U.S. troops um, over to uh, Ukraine? Answer the president. We got troops over there already, along with NATO. No, that's not exactly what people are wanting to know. Are you going to send them in to help the Ukrainian freedom fighters fight the Russians back? He, you can't, he not answer that. It's a politician's answer. 
Those two quotes, holy cow. Oh, my God. The guy's shady. Oh, that's terrible. I feel sorry for you guys, man. Um, I, I do. I feel sorry for you guys. Holy cow. Next, we got to convince Cilio. Easy, Birdman. They made it a point to brag about Jalen after Hey, Biden called him Iranians. I know, man. He, he barely knew where he was last night. It's all good. Don't worry. He thought he was in a broom closet. Keep Hurts value high. That's, that's a great point, Easy. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Let's dissect this. You think Howie is trying to keep the value high because of the lesson he learned last year with Ertz because Jalen is going to be involved in a potential trade package and you have to make it sound like he's your guy, he's a superstar, he led us to the playoffs, he's a quarterback that's on the coming up on being one of the better players in the league, he's only 23. Could it be shining up the car in the backyard because you're getting ready to sell it? You know, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you got to think like these shady GMs, man. Okay? This guy, he, you, you got to think shady. GMs are shady dudes. <laughs> Paul says, Howie's the smartest guy in his own room. Holy cow, that is all I, those two quotes showed me that Howie Roseman knows what he's doing at the podium. He'd never answer a question. He didn't answer the question about Deshaun. Not anywhere. When pressed about Deshaun, hey, 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 hey. Let me read this one here. Oh, Jesus, not Matt Corral. He's, this means this. If he's interested in Matt Corral, okay, that means he's interested in a free agent. Let me see that. Hang on. Hang on, Xander. Hang on here. Matt Corral said he had information with the Eagles. With quarterback coach Brian Johnson said he feels he has a great understanding of the offense. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? There's your boy, Easy. They must be watching us. Easy. Okay. Xander's right. Giving you a highlight. Hey, by the way, anytime you get a highlight from now on, that's a big sales merit badge. So anyone that gets them, we're going to start keeping score and who's the highest merit badge getter. Okay? Because if you get a highlight, you get a merit badge. I, and I don't give him out. Very nicely done. Easy, you get the first one. Seals, no matter what. Hey, 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 Matt. Oh, Matt, I love content like that. You got a shady GM. There you go, Matt. Oh, Matt. Hey, absolutely. I mean, Xander and I are talking. What? What? You know how? What's the angle? Jeez, the angle. Easy. I'm not answering any questions on Deshaun Watson. Doesn't that – can I give you guys a hockey analogy compared to where we are in the NFL 
offseason here. Can I? Let's pretend I play for the Flyers. I come into the trainer. Man, my ankle's killing me. I may not be able to skate tonight. I may not be able to go. All of a sudden, general manager and the team post, Flyers, Flyers defenseman Cilio won't be able to go. He's got an upper body. He's got an upper body uh, injury. <laughs> no, he don't got an ankle injury. You're trying to always tell somebody. See, that's a good thing about the NHL. If you got an ankle injury, you got a hand injury. You know what I mean? They try to lead you as far away from that injury on what really is wrong with you as possible. Why would Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman being at the Combines itself, he's probably there for rounds two through seven. But they may have already made their decision that they're going to be all in on a quarterback in free agency or in a trade. You don't answer questions. Oh, Matt Corral. Holy cow. This guy, what general manager shows his cards like that? Hey, this guy knows. And by the way, he probably leaked it to that reporter because that reporter wants accessibility. Remember something. Hey, and I'm not throwing any shade on Philadelphia reporters. But you know how you get information from general managers? Take it from a guy who's had a boatload of them on your show here the National Football Show. You know how you do it? You leak things out for them. Then they come back and give you a story. So somebody in the player, player personnel department probably went, we really love Matt Corral. The reason you tell that reporter that is so that reporter will report that. Oh, yeah, dude, Really? That means they're not drafting a quarterback in the first round. That's what that means. Corral. We're not getting Corral. I agree, Christopher. Okay. I'm becoming their shell. Right. Okay. That's what I've been known for for 30 years on the air. Yeah, no, shill. Do you know how many times I've been taken off the air because I hammer the team? that I cover more times than I want to remember. How's that? A shill. You, hey, that's the one thing you'll never get here. I don't shill for anybody. Oh, wait a minute. I'll take that back for my advertisers. I shill for Yes. I'm easily bought. Okay. But when he comes covering a team, that's not happening. I got too many people in all these organizations that are friends of mine that I've played with. Same thing like Garrett. Okay. Cap. What do you mean, cap? Dude, facts are this on the cap. You could defer that money out now. New contracts. Hey, Matt, I know, man. You know, you know what? We've had troubles out here all day. I apologize for that. We may have to go to a screenshot if it gets too bad, and hopefully we can keep the audio going. Okay? I'll tell you right now, though, Howie Roseman is doing his very best at the Combines to give you disinformation. That's, I just told Xander that, okay? I just told Xander. <laughs> very well, thank you. Okay, I, I just, Xander goes, hey, man, looks like we're going to keep the guy we have. I'm like, you believe that stuff? 
And then after I just saw those quotes that Xander just posted, okay, man. Hey, by the way, Xander, maybe what you could do for me is find Frank Reich's comments that he made at the Combines about Carson Wentz, and I'll show you how to answer a quarterback question. And then what I'm going to do is play back-to-back sound bites. I'll, pay, I'll play a Frank Wright soundbite on him answering the question where he says he put his ass on the line for Wentz. And he answers it directly. Everybody in that Colts lineup, everybody in that Colts organization is being transparent. The Eagles aren't being transparent. Frank was transparent when he answered the question. I'll paraphrase it here for you. Frank, what do you think of um, Carson Wentz? A, I put my neck on the line for him. And I think he's still going to be a successful quarterback. That may not be here. We're still going through the evaluation of that. That's a wonderful answer. It's direct. It's truthful. It's where they are. It's how they see him. Here's Frank. I know I believe in Carson. Um, you know, I believe that, you know, I, I believe in him. I, I stuck my neck out for him. You know, I stuck my neck out for him. So, um, you know, last year I was a big part of, big part of that decision to get him here. And so, um, you know, I, I believe he's going to continue. I believe he's going to continue to have a lot of success at quarterback. That might be here. It might not be here. That decision has yet to be determined. So, um, but I still believe in the person and I still believe in the player, right? I mean, we're all in progress. You know, I'm in progress. He's in progress. Every one of our players is in progress. Um, you just don't want to get into that trap of taking a snapshot of any one week or one year. Uh, it's a bigger story than that, right? So the storyline is much bigger than one season. Uh, we've always had that perspective and we'll continue to. Fantastic answer. Now, now do me a favor, Xander, and put that quote up. Put the two quotes in a row when asked a question about Deshaun. And this is how Howie, when asked and pressed the question about Deshaun Watson, I mean, when you read these, you, you don't get a direct answer. You get lawyers' answers here. Pressed about the team's potential interest in pursuing Deshaun Watson. Eagles GM Howie Roseman shifts attention back to his confidence. In we have a 23-year-old quarterback to lead us to the playoffs. That doesn't address that. Howie Roseman's answer when asked about Sean Watson. We had his answer. Look at how Frank answered the question on Wentz. Truthful, to the point, and accurate, actually. Do I think that the owner is overreacting? I do. I think there's no doubt Jim Mersey has a cow with the way the season ended. I believe Jim Irsay thinks that he was close to being a football team that could have potentially went to a Super Bowl. How about this? 
I think that Jim Mercy probably thinks he's as good as the Bengals, if not better. That's why he's pissed. And I don't know if I dispute the fact that I'm not in the camp that Jim Mercy thinks he has a better roster than the Bengals. He may have a better roster than the Bengals. And that's probably why he's pissed. It's funny. The Colts are more pissed about not making the playoffs than the Cowboys are on getting bounced on their own field in the playoffs in the opening round after winning their division. The Colts are more pissed. They're pissed. And by the way, they're pissed at the quarterback. Okay? There's no doubt. How do you feel now? And by the way, here's a quote too. Howie Roseman says, the Eagles have to gamble. Then he won't answer the question on Deshaun Watson. Hey, for the record, Russell Wilson came out today and said that I have no intention of leaving Seattle. Um, We're all in this together. We're all going to move forward. Nothing has changed. My heart's in Seattle. That's a definitive answer that he wants to stay there. He wants to make it work in Seattle. Now, could things change in a week? You know, it's funny. Every time you guys accuse me of changing my position, how many times do you see players changing their position or teams changing their position the next week? One week you hear the Rams saying how much they love Jared Goff, and then the next week they have Matthew Stafford because they hooked up in Cabo. That's how the NFL and that's how true sports is right now. Easy money, I think they got to be. Dude, Howie Roseman, in my opinion, is in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I have Jalen Hurts. So what? We know that. He's aiming you to the obvious. And at the same time, cooling the fan base down, also keeping the value of Jalen Hurts as high as he possibly can as he heads into a draft. You don't, the number one thing you don't do as a GM or a football team or a talent evaluator, don't undermine the value of your own players. Overvalue them publicly at all times. Watch this. Dan, what do you make of Jalen? What? Dan, what do you make of Jalen Hurts? I'm inside the Eagle organization. Holy cow. You blow up the stats. This kid in his first year, first year starting, led a team to the postseason. He's an all-pro alternate. Almost had 1,000 yards rushing. Ten touchdowns. Has a rookie record for the Eagles. Threw for 3,000 yards. Very productive. Very productive. Smart. Been coached by some of the best guys on the planet. That's how you keep value up. You don't do this. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we had a really tough year last year, and I know that we gave him $170 million, but we're going to have a quarterback competition between him and the second rounder. I'd be like, well, you ain't getting a first rounder with me. Sills, the way Howie's talking doesn't like he's giving up a major capital. But that's right. 215, that's what he wants you to think, and that's what he wants other GMs to think. Why would he? Here's the dumbest thing that's going on with the Dolphins. Guys, 
You may think I'm wrong. That's okay. That's cool. But when a guy does this down in Miami, the owner of the Dolphins, Stephen Ross last year, I want to do whatever it takes to get Deshaun Watson. What do you think the value of Tua is now? You think you can get a first-round draft choice for Tua? After the, after the Dolphins have been going a year and a half now and chasing, chasing after the skirt of Deshaun Watson. I mean, these guys are jilted lovers. How do you, what do you, you think you could, he was the fifth pick. He was the fifth pick. Okay. This dude was taken ahead of Justin Herbert. Okay, and they're out there going, we want Deshaun. You ain't getting a first, fifth pick? You ain't getting a first rounder for that guy. I do think Hertz has trade value. How he's doing this one right, he's keeping his value up. Hey, watch this. You tell me if this makes sense. I've got, we're going to talk about cap space. I talked about it with Barrett a little bit, and I'm going to talk about it with you guys. So wait a minute. Here's what I'm going to do if I'm building my team. Yeah, really love our guys. You know, we just got to keep adding players. Hey, wait, I could probably do the Howie Roseman press conference. Hey, I really like our quarterback. I like our players. Our coaches really got these guys aimed in the right direction. We're going to add some more components. You know, we have draft capital. We have, you know, economics that can also help the roster out if we need. I'm really excited about where we are right now. So, I mean, this is really about adding and not subtracting like a lot of, a lot of other NFL teams are. I didn't say anything to you. But I basically just gave you the Howie Roseman press conference. Do you hear what I said? Or maybe you did it. No, I really love what we got here. Quarterback is getting better. He's only 23. Made the playoffs. I got a, um, you know, an alternate Pro Bowl at the quarterback position. Our defense played great from week eight in. You know, we were two and five at the beginning of the year. Imagine that. Now it's just really about adding pieces to the roster, getting a player here, here, fill a gap. You notice he didn't directly tell you what position he was looking at because he wants to keep that conversation as vague as possible. Right, here's Howie. I need an edge rusher and a number two or number one real wide receiver. Safety would help. Linebacker would help maybe in free agency. Have you ever heard Howie Roseman talk like that? You ain't going to hear him talk like that. He's not going to show you his hand. So when you guys are going like this, Sills, it just doesn't sound like he wants to do anything. Of course it does. You're in the land of misinformation right now. Nobody's going to tell you who they're looking at. Nobody's going to tell you who they're interested in. Why would I do this? Think of this for a minute. Why would I go like this? I really want Deshaun Watson. Okay, well, I'll take three ones then. Or how about if you said this? We're really happy with what we have. But then you pick the phone up and you go, hey, man, it's Howie. How's everything going, man? I hear you got a lot of interest going on with Deshaun. I'd just like to know, you know, where we are, I mean. And then Nick Casario would go, well, do you want to have a conversation here? Oh, yeah, you know, we're, we're happy with what we have. And we're happy with the direction. See, he doesn't get caught doing this. He doesn't get caught in the conveyor belt of, of, of a guy in a team 
that's chasing the guy. Howie doesn't look, want to look like he's chasing anybody. Why should he? He's got $30 million in cap space, 11 draft picks, and he's got three ones. Why should he look like he's in a panic mode? My team made the postseason. My team's not going to be like the Cowboys or the Rams. Okay? Poker face. Big picking. That's it. This is a great. Big picking. This is a game of poker right now. And and I love the fact that he that he reeled in Xander. We were doing our pregame, and and and, and Xander goes, it just doesn't look like he's gonna do anything. Perfect. That's what he wants you to think. And in the process, he may actually have to go down that lane. Well, I told you I wasn't going to do anything. How many general managers do you know? Okay. How many general managers do you know are going to show you their hand? And for the record, by the way, he thinks, Xander thinks that how he's going to go into the draft and maybe land one of these guys like Corral. Because of that comment, get this. Xander, put that comment up by that reporter again and make it bigger for me. Then we'll take a time out here. I mean, do you really think somebody inside the organization of the Philadelphia Eagles during the time of free agency and during the time when you're putting your draft board together, now you're going to work out the kids in Indianapolis you got free agency around the corner. You really think that somebody's going to go to a Philadelphia Inquirer reporter and go, hey, psst. we really like Blue Horseshoe. <laughs> Hopefully somebody knows the movie. Make that bad puppy bigger there. Look at this. Philadelphia reporter. QB Matt Corral said he had an informal interview with the Eagles. Met with QB coach Brian Johnson. Said he feels he has a great understanding of their offense. Hints at what might be coming down the road. Right. Right. That's like telling someone where the treasure is. You think that the Eagles are going to paint out a, a treasure map for the media so that they know the off-season plan? Good night. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how you folks look at it. Yeah, okay. Now, now, now Xander sold. You did it, easy money. Holy cow. He gets two merit badges. He gets two merit badges. You think with okay, maybe am I I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna take a timeout. You think Big Sills is wrong about how I see this and how Howie Roseman answered these questions at the combines? Do you really believe he's gonna go into the NFL draft to draft one of these guys? All right, hit the like button. Don't forget Randy Cross from CBS Sports, three-time Super Bowl champion, will be in hour number two. At 5.30 Eastern Time, keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. 
and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show with your boy Dan Silio. Like, I'm one of these guys that will sit and listen to everybody when they bring intel into a show. I am. I believe in listening to everybody. And you guys have actually been around Howie a little bit longer than what I have. Maybe I have a different perspective on how I see him because – I'm putting Howie in a conversation with how I see general managers as a whole. They're like coaches. 80% of the coaches tell you half-truths. Do I think that Howie Roseman at the Combines today was answering questions truthfully? Yeah, half-truths. I do believe that he's very happy with the progression. Wait a minute. Look at this for a second. Look, look, look at this for a second. Okay. Look, look at this for a second here. If you drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, okay, you drafted him in the second round. Would you be happy with his progress? Yeah. If I'm the guy that 
brought Jalen Hurts to Howie and said, hey, I think this guy would be a great seatbelt for Carson Wentz and be a great number two guy on the roster here. Who would have ever thought that he would be elevated into being a starting quarterback? Right? So would you at the end of the day go like this? I'm pretty happy with what I'm seeing here. I, I actually like. He's not telling a lie. These guys are con artists. I say that with the most respect I can. I know it's not a friendly name or a friendly word, but they're con artists because con artists know how to talk to you. Con artists can make you feel better about something that maybe you don't want. Look at this car. It's really a great car. I know it's not the car you want, but the price is right. It's great mileage. It's got a great engine. It's going to last a long time. The other car that you're looking at may look fancier, may look really good, but it's not economically sound. You get talked into that. Okay, you get talked into that. Yeah, I mean, podcast. The the league is filled with con artists. The, The commissioner of the NFL is a con artist. Okay, by the way, for the record, I never thought I'd ever see another commissioner make Roger Goodell look like he's the greatest commissioner in the history of sports. But I have one for you, Rob Manfred. Dog, of all the professional sports leagues that have not handled themselves coming out of the pandemic or even going through it, you're canceling opening day, playing shortened seasons, guaranteed contracts, moving all-star games because you want to be politically correct or on one side of the aisle, and you want to start acting like a political party instead of a sports franchise, you're there to sell tickets, dude. You're not there to influence a political party. These sports leagues that do that miss the boat. I'm going to sell tickets. Like Michael Jordan says, Republicans buy tickets too. Republicans buy sneakers too. I'm there as a person that is giving you an entertainment product. I give a shit what your religion is. I don't care what your politics are. And when these leagues start to go down that line, people lose interest. You know why people don't have interest in Major League Baseball anymore? You think kids today that are on YouTube or Twitch or on social media are going to sit around and watch a five-hour ball game? No clock. It's a pain in the ass to watch baseball sometimes. Doubleheader? No, thank you. When's the last time you watch a nine-inning ball game? I mean, I get a chance to watch the Padres sometimes, right? Very... Very interesting team. Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, top third baseman in the game. Okay? I'll watch a couple, but nine inning ball games? I don't know. Okay? Shane says how he should be fired. Why? He's done everything right. See, here's something, here's something so that you guys know, though. So what how he lies to you? Who cares? The media and the fan base, this is why you have a negative aspect and thought of Howie Roseman, because he talks in these half-truths. This is why you kind of have an ass with him, okay? 
but who cares? It's like Aaron Rodgers telling you if he's vaccinated or not. I wasn't that pissed off, but the media was. Here's another one. You know, Tiger Woods had that portrait of the perfect dude. And when the media found out he was bullshitting them for 15 years, they were heartbroken. They felt betrayed. Like Tiger was telling them what they wanted to hear. That's what pro sports leagues do, too. The NFL is notorious about that. And racism. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Sure. Right. League don't care. That's why they use the media to get the message out. Like I said, no disrespect to that kid. Hey, Xander, does that guy write for the – let me guess. That guy writes for the Inquirer that posted that. I'll bet you anything. Eagle.com, maybe something on the Eagles. He's a Philly Inquirer guy. Oh, he's a WIP guy. Let me guess. WIP airs Eagle games. Does WIP air Eagle games? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just want to make sure the relationship's there. Psst. Hey. We really like this kid in the draft. Yeah, but what about Deshaun? Nah, we like Jalen and one of – so wait. You would go into the draft and start all over again. Very possible to get an elite quarterback, an edge rusher, and a running back who can catch enough first picks, money, and trade options. Dude. I think they're in that conversation. Boy, I think they're in that conversation. Big Pickens says, we, what teams need top 15 quarterback in the NFL? That means you think that can win. So wait a minute, wait a minute, easy money. You're going to start all over again. You're going to have three years, three different quarterbacks. Wentz, Hurts, and now we're rookie quarterback, which is probably two years out. So you're not going to be relevant for four years? If you go back into the draft, you won't be relevant for four years, going on five, five years, half a decade. You won't be considered a team that could win the East, especially if Washington lands Watson. Right? You're winning in 2023. That's five years. Seems to me that, hey, I know you won a Super Bowl in 17. So let's take a look at that. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22, 23. I don't know. Seven-year gap before you were competitive again? Was it worth it? Winning a Super Bowl and then not being relevant for seven years? Yeah, probably. I would take I would take mediocre football for seven years if I knew at the seventh year or eighth year I was going to win a Super Bowl. I would do that, right? Birdman, there he goes again, dropping that. Okay? I want to look at some of the cap space. I did this with Barrett earlier. I want to do it with you. 
I want to show you where the Eagles are in and some of your teams that are in position right now to make some damage. Don't forget, Hour 2, Randy Cross will join us from CBS Sports. I'll ask him some of these questions about some of these college kids like Matt Corral. Okay, that seems to be a big topic today at the Combines with the Eagles. They like him. That's what they're saying publicly. They say also they love Hurts publicly. Okay, but they won't answer the question on Deshaun. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. It's your boy Big Shells. Why am I shaking my head? By the way, hit the like button, guys, please. Thank you. Jimmy Garoppolo had surgery today. It'll be out 16 weeks. That's why Trey Lance is in San Fran. Decision was just made. In San Francisco, very simple. Well... Whether or not Trey Lance is ready, he's got to be ready now. 
Now you're going to put him in a position like the Bears put Mitchell Trubisky in where he's not really ready to start. Trubisky needed to have the Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he needed to have the Patrick Mahomes plan. Play behind a veteran quarterback for a year. Learn how to play the position. Watch the game. And then hand the keys to him. See, the difference here, though, is Trey Lance hasn't played a lot of ball in the last two and a half years. Okay? Now he has to get in there. Okay? Hey, I, 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 Duck, I, I agree. I agree. I think that sucks because I think that Washington was going to target him. He just can't stay healthy, Chris. Is so right. Dude, that guy, man, I mean, his record is second to none, but he's missed 49% of his football games in San Francisco. I can't build, let alone a game plan. How am I going to build a team around that? John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan cannot put a team together every year with a quarterback who's made of paper mache. That would lend me now to do this with Garoppolo. A 16 weeks, he's having surgery on his throwing shoulder. Not like Dak, his non-throwing shoulder. You're like, man, I don't know, man. Do I want to go down that lane like the Magic did years ago when they signed an injured Grand Hill? How many people sign people that are injured to top dollar deals like $30 million? I'd be like this. Hey, Jimmy, I'll give you an incentive-laden contract at 25. That's the best I can do. Let me just say this to you, man. If you were an iron horse and you had the track record health-wise of Brett Favre, I'd pay you $35 million. But I just can't do it. I mean, hey, I think actually podcast, I think actually Wentz is more, more healthier than Garoppolo. And for the record, since you speak of Wentz, I think Wentz now moves into the top free agent position for quarterback in the offseason. He, he's got to be. Garoppolo's off the board. Who's better than Carson Wentz? Who had a better year last year than Wentz? That's going to be a free agent that you could plug into your team. Who? Teddy Bridgewater? Sam Darnold? Mitchell Trubisky? These are all the Andy Dalton, Nick Foles. Carson is the top now free agent to pick his place if he ends up getting cut by the Indianapolis Colts. Hell, man, I'd almost rather just call up Phillip Rivers and go, dude, you want to come back and play? I guarantee you, Phillip Rivers takes that roster, that Colts roster, this past year, like he did the year previous, he wins 11 games and gets into the postseason. Wentz is coming back to Philly. Only for the sandwiches, Al. All. Only for the sandwiches. <laughs> Matt Hatter, 2019, hurt 69.7%, 38, 
38-51, Where's that, college? Okay. Corral, 20 touchdowns, 5 INT, 614 yards. I don't see anything in him. Then again, I don't see anything in these quarterbacks, including Kenny Pickett. Hey, why, why do I sound like Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett throwing picks at the link. Hey, Don. Sounds like it's got a good ring to it. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Maverick, he's number one. Can you see that? Gardner Minshew's the number one free agent quarterback on the market. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, is it duck or is it deuces? Let me know, man. Baby hands? Here we are going with hands now. We must be in combine time. Wentz would fit in right well with those snowflakes in San Francisco. Bobby, congratulations. The line of the day so far. Pickett has no arm. Poor decision making. Hey, Pickett couldn't beat the Hurricanes. <laughs> he couldn't beat the Hurricanes. And he had a good football team. You couldn't beat that Miami Hurricane team that fired your coach? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Xander's boy. Oh, no, that's right. He's now moved on to, to um, Matt Corral. <laughs> Matt Corral, the crackle barrel. Pickett has no arm. Yeah, like I said, he couldn't beat the Hurricanes. <laughs> right? Can't even beat the Hurricanes. Come on, bro. What's up, man? All right. Oh, by the way, news on Deshaun. What's up, Donnie? Please hit the like button. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Eastside Monster, right? Duck or deuce? What is it, man? Help me out here. Mick Casario says that the decision on Deshaun is day-to-day. -day. Well, you're getting, you're getting to a point where you're going to run out of some days. Because guess why? On March 18th, 2022, the Houston Texans, are on the line for $38.5 million of guaranteed money for Deshaun Watson. Day to day, this guy's like he's talking about a death sentence. You don't, hey, the Texans are under the gun, so to speak. They got to get this deal done. Got 16 days, man, to move $150 or $170 million. Hey, hey, Howie, you don't think they're on the horn with Howie? No, no, no. Because Howie said at the press conference, he loves, we have Jalen Hurts. I don't even think that that even, he's got it internally. What, what do you make of Deshaun Watson and all the rumors with the Eagles? We, we, we have Jalen. That's, that's like somebody doing this to me. Hey man, you know, um, you know, I, I, we 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 got our guy. I got Brett Favre. I mean, what about the rumors with Brett Favre? Brett Favre is out there. Yeah, well, um, I have Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> yeah, I I have. To me, why do I hear Blaine Gabbert? <laughs> Hey, Deshaun Watson's really being rumored to go to Philadelphia. 
Howie, what's your comment? I have Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> hey, don't go to sleep on Blaine. He got a team at least to a conference title game. He took that Jacks team to a um, AFC championship. Yeah, don't forget that. Threw for 500 yards to get the Steelers in a playoff game. I know, right? Can't be that hard anymore. Howie, what about all these rumors? I got Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Chris, right? I, I, I know it's not the same. Oh, that's Blake Bortles. Sorry, I forgot my loser quarterbacks. Thank you, Dion. Okay. Blake Bortles. Thank you. Thank you. I forgot about those stiffs. <laughs> oh, my God. What's next? Hey, I got a great quarterback for the Eagles. Ready? Ryan Fitzpatrick. You interested? He's throwing for more yards than Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Man. We're going to reset all that stuff with Howie Roseman at the Combines because it is legendary and classic how an organization tries to get you off the beaten path of what they're actually trying to do in the upcoming NFL draft. We're going to reset that. Also, Randy Cross, CBS Sports, covers college football. I'm going to talk to him, the owner of three Super Bowls. Get his thoughts to San Francisco, Jimmy G. Not looking good. Really going with Trey Lance. Maybe they'll get into the Sean Watson sweepstakes. Hit the like button. Hour two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Hour two, National Football Show, your boy Big Sells. Randy Cross, CBS Sports, bottom of the hour. Covers college football, owner of three Super Bowl rings himself. Before we get into free agency and also resetting the storylines of the day here, organization make a mistake on picking Folds or picking Wentz over Folds. Both guys aren't on the team. I wonder what Nick Foles would have done here if Philadelphia had given him the keys with all the confidence that the organization, the city, and everyone had in him. Would that have made a difference? Look, where you go, where you go matters. Because if you go to a new organization, you have to reprove yourself. People in the organization are always half in on you because the other side of the room is not in on you. It's a question here. I'm not, I'm just wondering how that dynamic would have worked. If say Howie Roseman and the owner did this, Hey, why don't we just do this? Let's do what they did in new England. The guy who was the better prospect and the guy who was the first rounder, and the guy we just gave the $17 million to was Drew Bledsoe. Look at what New England did. Now, let's take the guy on a six-round contract who won a couple playoff games, and let's start him in the Super Bowl. Remember something. Bledsoe came back because Brady got hurt in the first Super Bowl run. And think about that for a minute. Belichick had to make a call there. Do I go with Bledsoe or do I go with Foles slash Brady? He didn't pick the money. He didn't pick the first round guy. He didn't pick the more exposure of a guy in Bledsoe. He picked the unassuming Brady who looked like a school teacher when he came out of Michigan. Remember that. I wonder if Doug and Howie and the owner had done this to Foles. Nah. Let's stick with Nick. Yeah, but you gave Wentz all that money. I'm going to move him. I'm going to move him. What happened in New England? Not only did New England move Bledsoe, they moved them into division. They moved them to the Bills. Drew Bledsoe went to the Bills. He was still in the AFC East. That shows you the confidence that Belichick, Nick Casario, who was in the building at that time, and all those guys in New England went, I don't care where you send them. We're going to stick with Brady. Can you imagine that decision? How would that have played out in Philly if they had gone with Foles? I'm just, again, I maybe Nick loses his job. I thought Nick was pretty good under even Chip Kelly. 
Hey, didn't didn't Nick Foles have a Pro Bowl year? If I'm not mistaken, didn't he have a Pro Bowl year with um with Chip Kelly? I thought he had a Pro Bowl season. And I thought he had a Pro Bowl year in Philadelphia with Chip. Maybe it's Doug. I thought I thought it was Chip. What would have happened if he would have stayed? Hey, I don't know. You know, he's gonna be a free agent. Would you rather have him than Gardner Minshew? I, I, I don't know. I mean, by the way, if you're concerned about me bringing Nick Foles back, I don't have the true number one guy I need. I don't know. I might not have a problem with that. Was uh, it was uh, it was under Chip? He's a Pro Bowler under Chip. Won a Super Bowl with Doug. Okay. He won the Pro Bowl. So wait a minute. I didn't. I I I, I hey, smile. I didn't even know that. So Nick Foles has a. Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl title, and a Pro Bowl MVP? <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good, man. I would have had a tough time moving off of that guy. He wins the Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP, and he's a Pro Bowl MVP. But I'm going to stick with the guy that I gave the most money to. Wow. That tells me a little bit more about Howie than I need. And a statue. Thank you. Thank you, M. Race. And a statue. Wow. That's crazy. A Pro Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, a Pro Bowl appearance, and you got a ring. And a Philadelphia legendary statue like your Rocky in Philly. Hey, tell me Nick Foles isn't the true real-life Rocky. What he did in 17 was real-life Rocky. Whenever you think of Rocky, you should think of Nick Foles. Beating the champ, goat, outplaying the goat, getting an MVP on the goat, Philly special in the end zone, better athlete than the goat. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like Rocky to me, man. Hey, Matt Hatter, that is legend. You did all that in Philly. You ain't got a quarterback in the history of your franchise that has done that. Maybe Jurgensen? Maybe Gabriel? I don't think Randall won. An, did Randall win an MVP? I'm not sure. I don't remember that. And he got a ring. Man. All right. Is everybody in class? Come, class, please sit down. Take your seats. Big Sills is going to do some teaching here. This is how you send people on a beaten path. You send them on a path that, quite frankly, I don't want you to know where my, my treasure is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a false treasure map. And I'm going to show you how NFL general managers actually talk. Xander, I'm going to need Frank Reich soon. I'll tell you when I need Frank. How are we talking about the quarterback position? And I guess because I, I really don't know what the soundbite's called because it was him dealing with the quarterback position. I guess he was asked about it at the Combines today. Can we play that one, please? The general manager. I don't even know what it's headlined. I just know when he was asked about it, 
he got a chance to get in front of the mic, and he got a chance. And by the way, those two quotes, too, I'll tell you when we need those quotes. But this is how general managers act during the time of misinformation. Okay? They're not going to tell you exactly what they want. Howie Roseman. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I think that when you talk about all the things we talked about at the end of the season, nothing's changed. Uh, I think what really has changed for us is the opportunity to add. You know, this is a great time of year for the Philadelphia Eagles, for us, for our staff, and being here and really getting everyone involved in the draft process. Um, start free agencies up and coming. And so um, we got to continue to add good players. We got to continue to make sure that we're doing everything we can to maximize our players' ability to be successful. Um, and certainly that starts at the quarterback position with Jalen. Okay. He gave me the calendar. He gave me a lawyer's answers, but he didn't really, I really love Jalen. Why wouldn't you? He's outperformed being a second rounder. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what he really, you know, no groundbreaking news there, but then he was asked about Deshaun Watson and give me the first one, the first quote he has, where it's just Jalen's name. Um, Howie Roseman, again, was asked by a reporter there at the Combines. Howie Roseman's answer when asked about Deshaun Watson, guy from IP. We have Jalen Hurts. It's a lawyer's answer. He hasn't addressed it. Okay. Give me the second one, please, when pressed on it on Deshaun Watson. Because the second one is more absurd than actually the first one was. Howie hasn't really said anything. I don't know how anybody reads anything into that. I, I mean, I haven't heard him in any way really address anything here. Duh, you've got draft capital. Duh. You've got money under the cap. Duh, you're happy with your quarterback right now. But are you really? So you have Jalen, and you think that if Washington is able to land Deshaun Watson, that you think you're going to be able to win the East with Jalen. Here's the second one. Howie Roseman on possibly acquiring Deshaun Watson. We have Jalen Hurts, a guy who's led this team to the playoffs. He's reciting history. <laughs> a guy who's led a team to the playoffs. So is, so is that guy Gabbert. Tim Tebow has led a team to the playoffs. Holy she's oh man. This guy's great. This guy's good. Cause if, if if that were me on IP and I was Angelo, I'd try getting this guy as much as I could. Cause he thinks he's slick. He thinks the media, he's playing him. I want the one that where he was pressed on. Pressed on Deshaun. Because then this one's even more clear. Look at these. Look at his comments and then listen to his comments. And then we're going to play Frank Reich here in a minute again, like we did. Trent Dilfer 
What a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer. <laughs> hey, man. This is classic stuff, man. I, I, hey, I, miss, I miss talking to some of these guys like this because when I see people that do this kind of stuff here, okay, I do try to get the gotcha on you because what you're doing is you're playing the game here and you're trying to set the table on it. Howie's pretty good. That tells me one thing about the Philly media. Don't tell me they buy that. Hook me up, guys. Does the Philadelphia media buy that? Man, you guys are tougher than they are. You're not buying that shit, are you? Please tell me you're not. Holy cow. They told me about this tough Philly media. That's dumb bullshit talk right there. <laughs> he led us to the playoffs? No shit. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, he's our guy. No, no, no. He didn't. Nowhere in those comments did he say, he's our guy. No, we're very happy. Okay, it's, it's kind of a half I got, yeah, guy. Sander, give me the one where he says that he's um he was pressed on it. Because that's another good line. That's another great quote. Yeah. The point is, Matt Hatter, they're in the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson. I'm more convinced now than ever. I'm more convinced now than I've ever been convinced. He hasn't answered one question one media person asked him today at the Combines about his quarterback position, except this. Pretty happy with the kid. The guy's really doing a great job. He took us to the postseason. Okay, well, and? Is he your future? Why doesn't someone ask him that question? We have Jalen Hurts. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to show you how to answer a question. Okay, here, here, here's the line here. Okay, here's from Josh. At the, at, by the way, you notice what you see here? You got a guy from WIP on the radio, and now you have print media here with the Inquirer. Pressed about the team's potential interest in pursuing Deshaun Watson, GM Howie Roseman shifts attention and his confidence to Jalen Hurts. We have a 23-year-old quarterback who led us to the playoffs. Nowhere in that comment does it say he's our guy. <laughs> it's beautiful. Now I'm going to show you how a coach answers a question about a guy and he's being honest. Okay? There's really a lot of honesty going on in Indianapolis right now. Here's Frank Wright talking about Carson Wentz. I know I believe in Carson. Um, you know, I believe that, you know, I, I believe in him. I, I stuck my neck out for him. You know, I stuck my neck out for him. So, um, you know, last year I was a big part of big part of that decision to get him here. And so, um, you know, I, I believe he's going to continue. I believe he's going to continue to have a lot of success at quarterback. That might be here. It might not be here. That decision has yet to be determined. So, um, 
but I still believe in the person. And I still believe in the player, right? I mean, we're all in progress. You know, I'm in progress. He's in progress. Every one of our players is in progress. Um, you just don't want to get into that trap of taking a snapshot of any one week or one year. Uh, it's a bigger story than that, right? So the storyline is much bigger than one season. Uh, we've always had that perspective and we'll continue to. Chris Ballard, Frank Wright, and Jim Irsay are going to make that decision and they're still in the process. But you know what they're telling you? The truth. Hey, for them to even be considering the options right now is to Carson Wentz's advantage because they're looking at what's out there and they're looking at what's in the draft and they're looking at the season that he had with some of the pitfalls that were terrible. And they're looking like this, the same way the Eagles are looking. So wait, no, 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 not Philly. Philly's happy with their guy. You got a guy who had a better season than, than Jalen Hurts. He had a better season. Oh, and gee, he's in the AFC also. <laughs> you, put that, you put that Colts team in the NFC East, Carson Wentz wins 13 games. 13 games. How many playoff teams did that guy beat last year? Four? Come on, man. It's night and day, and who had a better year? Not close. Played a better conference, beat better teams, put better numbers up. And they're debating on if that guy's the guy, but not in Philly, because how he said today, our quarterback is Jalen Hurts. In Indianapolis, they're doing this. He's, I, I love the guy, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing here. Hey, I love the guy, but it just may not be here. Hey, I'm not making a pitch for Wentz or anything. I'm just showing you how teams are evaluating that position. So don't get snowed over by Howie Roseman and a couple of comments made to some set-up media guys that he has a relationship with that he wants to get noise out on, that he wants to distract you away from what he's really trying to do when it comes to pursuing people. Holy cow. I thought, not you guys, by the way, and I'm not talking to you. Guys, please hit the like button. I'm not, I'm not attacking you. But don't let the sports media lead you down um, a dark alley here. That's not what this is. Frank's telling you how the Colts are looking at it, how he's answering like, he works at a law firm in Philly. What do you think of Deshaun? I really love Wentz. I mean, excuse me, I really love Hurts. He's he led us to a playoffs. You know, he's 23 years old. Okay. <laughs> I know. You're not really telling me anything. Have you made a decision on whether or not he's your future? Or have you only made a decision that he's your quarterback in 2022? Okay. Eastside Monster goes, I feel attacked. Come on, man. Maniac says, don't let sports media lead you down an alley. Just like the media. Hey, dude, and the, the sheep and the politics. But Maniac, I do have a bone to pick with you, though. You still don't like my Landon Dickerson deal. I get a problem with that. Okay? I thought, hey, okay, first round pick at T. Higgins, and you guys hate it. I know. I keep pimping it. I keep pimping it. 
All right, man. Okay. I keep pimping it. Yeah. All right. All right. I did this with Barrett today, and I want to do it with you guys here. I know it sounds stupid, and it sounds really weird, and it sounds creepy, but go with me here, okay? Salary cap. Look at how the Cowboys are going to look so different this coming year. Oh, okay, man. I, I get it. You guys hate the Dickerson deal. All right. Seals, I'm going to hate you if if they – oh, my God. Hey, Xander, if the Eagles ever traded Landon Dickerson, I'm going to do a Harry Mays, and I'm going to do a two-weeker. <laughs> I'm going to do a two-weeker, man. If they ever trade that guy, holy cow. I'll never hear the end of that. I've done that before, too. You know, maybe if they get rid of this guy and they move Sap. Oh, I did that in Tampa. You know, if they move Sap to the Raiders, Al was telling me that they were interested in him. Every Buccaneer. You, man, they listen to you. They they move Sap. Are, this is your fault. I'm like, this is my fault. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. I got killed for a year on that. Oh, yeah. Okay, Silio. You know, I used to listen to you, but, you know, it took me three months to come back after they traded Sap away. I was like, I know, man. Then I go, hey, watch this. And I went like this. I know, man. The next guy's going to beat Lynch. Dude, three weeks later, they traded Lynch to Denver. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I'm just going to shut my hole on this one, man. This ain't going good. All right, I want to give you guys how this whole NFC and the NFL is going to look so different this coming year. Now, those of you that weren't with me with the middle, uh, with Barrett, you know, you kind of heard some of this. But take a look at this. Here are the teams over the salary cap. The Rams are $22 million under the – they're over the salary cap. They're not repeating as champions. They're not running it back. Who, Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford? Congratulations. Oh, and the Coop. The Little Deuce Coop. <laughs> the Little Deuce Coop. 975 a year ago to get Matthew Stafford. Now, this guy's Fred Politnikoff or Steve Largent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's just a dude without a quarterback. Remember that. If he doesn't have a quarterback and he has Jared Goff, he's a dude. He was a dude his whole career until Stafford showed up. Shows you how important a single caller is again. Am I wrong when I say that about Cup? Cooper Cup was a dude. Stafford gets there. He's a 1,900-yard reception guy. 140-some-odd receptions. Oh, man. Common sense tells you. Cowboys are $28 million. <laughs> Dude, you get a chance to own the division. You and the Skins slash Commanders, okay. Or the stupid Washington thing. 28 Cowboys. That won't look like the same ball team. Okay. Packers, 32. You're going to sign Devontae? You're going to sign Devontae? Marcus. If Devontae Smith is with the Rams, he has 1,300 yards this year. 
Yeah. Packers aren't going to be the same. So Packers and Cowboys and Rams are going to have completely different rosters. Saints are $42 million. <laughs> And that's with Breeze doing his contract over for the Benson family on the way out the door so he could give them some relief or it'd be higher. Those are tremendous numbers. That means you got to get rid of tremendous. By the way, getting rid of the kicker, the placeholder, and the third-team guard is not going to cut it. You're going to have to get rid of big salary guys that could take up the bulk of that. You're not trying to deplete your roster. You've got to find cap space. So you're going to have to sacrifice. That's why the league is awesome with parity. That's why the draft is set up the way it is. That's why free agency is set up the way it is. They don't want dynasties. What New England did was unprecedented. That's why repeating in the NFL is impossible. Look, we were just talking about the Eagles gap. Eagles are $22 million under the cap. The Bengals are 50. That's my team to win the Super Bowl. Chargers are 57. Dolphins are 61. Dolphins have draft picks and money and room and want to upgrade the quarterback position. Dolphins are your favorite to land Watson. Slam dunk. He, they're the favorite. I don't know if they get him, but they're the favorite. Let me take a timeout. Please hit the like button. Randy Cross from CBS Sports will join us. We'll talk college football with him. I want to ask him some questions on some college kids, free agency, what's going on in San Fran. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. I think free agency in the draft is going to be very interesting, um, especially when you have a draft where you don't have a lot of high-profile quarterbacks going in this respected draft. That doesn't necessarily mean that these guys can't be great pros. Joe Montana was a third-rounder. I mean, right? You're talking Russell Wilson, a third-rounder. Tom Brady, a sixth-rounder. Kurt Warner wasn't even drafted. Tony Romo wasn't drafted. A lot of the great quarterbacks weren't like Peyton Manning, number one overall selection in the draft. Look at the career Kirk Cousins has put together. You know, it's funny. People just dismiss Kirk Cousins and his career. This guy's made a ton of money when he was in Washington. He's made a ton of money in Minneapolis. And he's put up some gigantic numbers. This guy almost resembles a little bit of what Matthew Stafford did before he found the right team to go on and win a Super Bowl. That kid Cousins has put a career together. So it's not that easy finding one of these guys. And when you have one, like a Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, the news out of San Francisco was not good today. We bring in our friend from CBS Sports, three-time Super Bowl champion, Randy Cross, and it looks like Jimmy G once again going under the knife. And um, what this means for agent-wise, I would have thought that Jimmy Garoppolo would have commanded $35 million on the open market because of his record of 36 and 16. He's 5 and 2 in the postseason, too, Randy. I mean, not good news for San Francisco, is it? Um, not really, I guess, from a value standpoint. So, I mean, they, they've made a pretty strong point that, you know, he's not necessarily wanted there anyway. So, I don't know if his value was sort of mythical when everybody was mentioning this first round thing. But if it's going to be. 12, 16 weeks, you know, four or five months before he's, you know, throwing and active and they'll be getting in the training camp. Um, you know, it makes it tough, but, you know, it's not the first thing he's overcome. He, besides his, he, his shoulder, his thumb, everything else, it's, uh, I'm, I'm surprised as many internet experts as there are that there weren't more people all over this because obviously he was playing pretty hurt all year long. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just shocked. <laughs> no, hey, and, and he's gotten out to his second conference championship in three years on a wounded wheel and or on a wounded wing. And yeah. I don't know. And he's fought through all the discord on whether or not they should keep him or trade him or what have you. Yeah. Are you in the same camp with your signal caller, Joe? I mean, and for the record, guys, I want you to know, Joe Montana doesn't say shit about anybody. Joe, Joe's not going to talk trash publicly on anybody, especially I would think a 49er guy. But I'll paraphrase it here, Randy. He doesn't think he's ready. Steve Young doesn't think he's ready. Are you in that camp, too, that you don't think Trey Lance is ready to take the uh, reins from Jimmy Garoppolo? Half of me wants to say I'm with them, and the other half says trust Kyle. Because I'm a big fan of what Kyle can do and the way he can exploit the skill sets of individuals. Um, but I think everyone involved 
you know, when I say involved, I mean in the greater world sports front life, office, all that. Everybody, they got to remember this kid's 21 years old, Trey Lance. Yeah. I mean, he'd be young for a quarterback in this draft this year, much less going last year. So, yeah, he's very, very inexperienced. He's very, very raw. He's extremely talented. Um, if there's anybody out there that can bring him along and use him in the way that probably would hurt people the most, it might be Kyle with the the kind of skill sets he's got around the kid. But, you know, I, I you got what you got. And, you know, it's kind of like last year. It was a Super Bowl team ready to go to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G at the quarterback position. I don't think they're anything less than a Super Bowl team right now. They should have been in the Super Bowl last year. So part of me says they should be in it this year. Uh, not necessarily with Trey, because Trey gives it a, a very much a, an unknown. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that that proverbial cow is kind of out of the barn, and I'm not sure if that's that he's coming back. Well, I'll tell you something, Randy, and, and I know I broached this with you last time, but I want to I want to revisit it a little bit because you were there. And if I'm not mistaken, when when and and and, and I had Steve DeBerg in Tampa too when Vinny came in. Mm-hmm. And am I not am I not mistaken that DeBerg threw for like 3,600 yards and he had like like 28 touchdowns and he just looked he may have even made a Pro Bowl. I mean he had such a good season. I think you guys were only a six-win team that season, but you were like this. I know it was Walsh, and I know the West Coast offense was brand new, spreading yeah. everybody out. But then they made the transition to Joe when they brought Joe in and they drafted him in the third round out of Notre Dame. Did you guys in the locker room go like this? Were you guys all on the same page, or was there a divide in the locker room? Jimmy G's 36-16 and 16 as a starting yeah. quarterback. No, okay. the, the short the short answer is no. There wasn't a divide. You we saw all, it in practice. We all loved ice. That was we called Steve the Berg ice, and and he was it was amazing. And he showed it in San Francisco. He showed it in Tampa. He showed it Denver. in Denver. Yep. He showed it in Kansas City. He was a tough son of a bitch, boy. He was talented as heck, um, but he was just at the wrong time. I mean, it was. Joe, then it was Doug Williams, then it was Elway, then it was, I mean, it was crazy, Vinny, the stuff. I yeah, know, it's Vinny, crazy. The, the way that he ran into sort of the, the the list of guys. But, you know, it's I, I never really saw the situations very, very common. From the first day of practice, you watched Joe in that offense. It was pretty clear he was going to be the guy. But it's not, it's not clear in San Fran today because you hear guys – like Kittle going, hey, we're good with Jimmy. Jimmy's our guy. That's not really something you want to hear when you're – look, because I heard this in the Kansas City uh, comments when people were talking, hey, man, Alex Smith is really our leader. He's great, but you've got to see this kid Mahomes throw the ball in practice. I mean, it's off the charts. For some reason, Randy, I'm not hearing that coming out of San Francisco. It's my only point. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. I Like I said, I'm – but I there's too much. It. There's too much invested in him, isn't there? There's a lot invested in him. I mean, look at his cap number. Look at his contract. I mean, everything else about him. It's uh, now you add the the injury on top of it. It does dramatically lessen his value. It would all it would all be contingent picks and contingent stuff when it came to the draft. 
And it doesn't hurt that there's not much in the draft. I mean, Kenny Pickett might be okay. Sam Howell might be okay. Um, you might strike lightning, lightning with Malik Willis. Who knows? Uh, it, it, they go six, eight guys that seem to be able to play, but there's no real big dog. And like I mentioned earlier, don't forget, top of this draft class right now should be Trey Lance. That's right. That, right. If he was to go into today's draft, he would be, um, you know, the number one pick. Let me ask you about this year's draft. You cover college football for CBS. I said this. It may not have the sexy quarterback names, but I think this draft is deep and you're going to get players in second and third and fourth rounds because there's edge rushers, there's offensive linemen, and it looks like a pretty it looks like a pretty talented uh, draft outside of the most important position is the quarterback, and that's why maybe it doesn't look so sexy. Am I right? Yeah, I think you are. Uh, a wide receiver is another position that's that looks pretty nice. Offensive tackle starting with Evan Neal out of out of Alabama. I mean. Six seven three sixty, and he can move pretty well. You don't see guys like that very often, um, but there are a just a boatload, and you don't have to look any further than Creed Humphrey last year to can see where he went and where he ended up as to how important drafting you know linemen in this draft is. You know, and 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 Randy, I make this point um, about the Super Bowl. I don't know if you you buy it, but. Can you imagine, and again, there's no doubt that Jamar Chase had a spectacular year in Cincinnati, but if they get Panay Sewell and they draft him instead, and they instead of giving up seven sacks in the Super Bowl, say they give up three, they're up 18 going into the middle of the third quarter. I think they win that game if they can protect that quarterback a little bit better. So to me, the premium on offensive linemen in today's NFL whether you're going into free agency or you're going into the draft, man, I'll tell you something. I, I got to build that old line and finding five dudes and paying five dudes in today's. Can you imagine paying for your group? You ain't keeping that group together in a salary cap era. Yeah, not for eight, nine years. That's for sure. No, no. It's uh, I, I look at it, I guess, a little bit differently. I, I love Penny Sewell. Um, I thought, Chase was just one of those kind of transformative kind of kids that could come in and make your program, especially with the chemistry he already had working with Burrow, pretty special. Um, I look at the offensive line coach, honestly, and the personnel people and how they can work together because that's how you identify your starting five offensive line. You, you don't always just draft them in the first round. That's a misconception. Uh, it's, it's, it's all over the draft, but it's gotta be the skill sets and the kind of guys that, that play your style of football. Let's let, let me ask you about Carson Wentz. Um, here's a quarterback that threw for 3,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 94 quarterback rating. And you had Frank Wright coming out at the combines today saying that, Hey, look, we're not sure what's going on with the future of Wentz and whether or not it's here. What are the options? I mean, you're looking in the draft. You want to really put a rookie quarterback on a team that could go to an AFC championship? I mean, or do you try to run it back? How do you look at Wentz and his career? It failed in Philly, and he's underwhelmed the ownership so far in Indianapolis, and he was 9-8 and eight in the AFC. I don't know. I mean, are they acting too hastily here? I, I don't know. I, there's, there's one extremely important vote. 
in Indianapolis, <laughs> and it happens to be that owner's. Jim Irsay. Jim Jim Irsay has got a pretty pretty solid say about what goes on and what he does and doesn't want and things like that. So, if he's not a hundred percent invested in, in number one guy, number one fan, it's it's makes things kind of rough. Um, Wentz can he always stay healthy? No. Is he is, is he really really consistent? No. He, he's a little up here and down here, and then never. I mean, that was one thing that Bill Walsh and, you know, God rest his soul. I, I love that guy. His whole thing, he talked about consistency. I mean, he would talk about being 100%. He goes, 100% is a misnomer. That doesn't happen. But if your worst is 92 and your best is 98 and you stay in that little range, you're going to beat 95% of the people you play. <laughs> no, no. Jimmy used to always say this. I don't really care about the spectacular plays. Don't make the dumb play, okay? Just don't make the dumb play where you cost your team field position or you cost your team a turnover or you don't make a play in the open field, stuff like that. So he was always, like, looking to have – like you said, he wanted to have consistency. He didn't want to see that seesaw. And that was – that's what's hurt hurt Wentz in Philly. That's what hurt him there in Indianapolis. It's what hurts Jimmy G at San Francisco. Is that occasional, you know, that occasional evangelist pass where he'll make 70,000 stand up and scream Jesus. <laughs> man, especially in that Titans game, man. That was the worst eight minutes of football I think I've ever <laughs> seen. Pick sixes, underarm passes. Uh, that was just terrible. What do you think the market's going to be for Deshaun Watson? Strong? Or is it going to be tempered because of what the background is yes I, th- I think tempered is the only rational way you can look at it is he an incredibly talented young man yes but he also has 20 something pretty serious charges against him and you know dodging one two three four five six maybe <laughs> ten is something I mean, you've got 20 something coming after him that's like you're at an arcade. <laughs> yeah, like what's what is what's your trade hey, value? Hey, right. His his value to is to the team he's on right now, and they got to pray that he can he can play for him. Do you think yes or no, Wentz? Not Wentz. Um, Russell Wilson. You think they'd run that thing? Do you think that he and Pete Carroll are tied at the hip in Seattle? That the day that Pete he's seventy, maybe yeah. he bails. And Russell goes like this. Well, it's time to reboot this thing. Let, he's 33 years old, 32 years old, and he goes somewhere else maybe next year after Pete calls it a career. Do you think they're tied at the hip? I, yeah, I don't necessarily think so. I think Ru- Russell's a very pragmatic kind of guy. Um, how many MVPs would he have won if they'd have gotten him two decent offensive linemen on a regular basis? Or a decent when receiver. They, when they had good offensive linemen, they let them all go to save the defense. Right. And he's, and he's been running for his life since then. I mean, so wherever, if if he goes, if he stays in Seattle, I hope they draft linemen wherever he goes. I hope they draft linemen because he (laughs) needs some protection because he's, he hasn't had it for quite some time. You sound like Mike Brown in Cincinnati. I don't care what you guys are looking at. It better have OT, OG, and center on it. <laughs> I don't care 
what yeah. you do, you need to protect that kid. Yeah. In 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 Cincinnati, five. Well, he needs he needs he needs the new school Jim McAnally, the offensive the old offensive line coach. That's what he's he needs in Cincinnati, to to get the whip those guys into shape. Yeah, not your guy because no leg whips. We're done with that. Okay, that's that's old school crap. I want that away from me. Getting leg whipped by Randy Cross is never a good thing. Trust me. Okay, never a good thing. You and you and Sapala throwing those leg whips, no good. Finally here. Um, Jalen Hurts, um, Howie Roseman has three first rounders. They're 30 million under the cap. They have 11 draft choices. Jalen's nice, but you're now in a position where the NFC is going to look different. And I'm going to read you some numbers really quick here. Look at this here. Packers are 32 million over the cap. Cowboys are 28 over the cap. The Rams are 26 over the cap. Those teams are all going to look different. You have a chance right now. You went to the postseason, and you got a chance maybe to get into the sweepstakes for a guy who you can win the division with for the next 10 years. Do you get in that, or do you still develop Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Uh, judging from what you see on Sundays, I'm not sure you're that crazy about that prospect of going all in on Jalen. I, I happen to like him. I think it's one of those guys that he's going to win. I think he's a 11 and five, 11 and 11 and five in the old days, 12 and five kind of quarterback. That's Jalen Hurts. And if that's what you want, nothing wrong with that. Is he going to be a, a dominant stat stuffer, 15 and two kind of a quarterback? I don't think he's that guy. But you could think you can win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you can especially if you draft the right 11 people and you spend that money smart. That's a big yeah, but though. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, Randy, thank you so much for finding time for me, brother. I really, I really appreciate it, brother. Anytime, Dan. You got it. That is Randy Cross. Damn. He's all in on Jalen. Damn. Hit the like button. We'll hit on it. Keep it here on the national football show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Pleasing people sometimes. Big Sills here, National Football Show. Guys, please hit the like button. Thank you. Thought I was looking at Randy Quaid. (laughs) Dude, you remind me of a comedian. Not Bob Hope. No hope. (laughs) No hope. No, she did not. No, she... Landon Dickerson to the Bengals for the 31st pick at T. Higgins. I'm sorry. I'm not getting off that thing. Okay? I'm not. I'm not getting off that thing. Bro, I saw somebody put Poland up there. The Dallas Cowboys, okay, they're like Poland right now. That roster's going to get invaded. (laughs) And they're going to lose – they're going to lose a lot of people in that in that offseason. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, nuts? No, these nuts. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Randy Cross goes, I think you can win a Super Bowl with Jalen. My ears are bleeding. <laughs> Uh, I love wings, man. Woo. I can't eat them after 6 o'clock, though. Call Uncle Sills an Uber. Easy, Chris. Hey, I can't eat um, wings after I can't eat spicy food, actually, after 6. It's never good for me. Got to eat it before 6. I, I can eat my pasta after 6, but I can't eat, like, you know, Mexican food or Chinese food. I told you the other day I can't eat Cocoa Pebbles or Frankenberry. Lucky Charms, I can't eat that any longer, too, because it's got a green guy in there now. No good. No green guys. Okay. <laughs> no green guys. And I actually picked the white guys out of the th- <laughs> Hey. Hey, man. I'd probably be all good in the Biden administration. Why? I take all the white guys out of my Lucky Charms. Oh, <laughs> silly goes one of us. Why? He takes all the white guys out of his lucky charms. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, my stuff. I can't believe I made myself laugh like that. Holy cow, man. There's something seriously wrong with me. Xander tells me every day, dude, really? <laughs> Race? No, my no, my cereal ain't racist. I got no white guys in it. Silio, <laughs> uh, are you teaching critical race theory? No, I take all the white guys out of my lucky charm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's an awful job. Oh, man. (laughs) 
Oh my God Almighty! No, 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 man! I'm not commenting on any other grub except Italian. Thank you. <laughs> oh man! Oh, <laughs> no white guys in my cereal. It's out. Uh, hey, are you guys following the baseball lockout? Wow. Isn't that a great story? Whew. Opening day's canceled. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a dumb story. I don't care either. I don't care. But what is interesting, and tomorrow on the middle, my boy Barrett Brooks is going to the game tonight. And he's going to Wells Fargo to see James Harden play. I asked this earlier. Let's do it again. Is it must-see TV tonight? Or is it not a big deal? I mean, you got Barrett's big ass out of, out of the house to go see him play. I told him, hey, Xander, I told him to send us a couple pictures, too, of him being there at the game tonight, man. We got to post them on the, uh, on the Twitter feed. So he's going to send us some pictures. I text him, too. I said, hey, dude, get up as close as you can to Harden, man. I think, hey, I'm, I won't lie to you, man. I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to be watching this thing. I think the Sixers can win the NBA championship. What? But Glenn sucks. Can you imagine if Doc Rivers wins another NBA championship and has number two on two different teams, Boston and Philly? Woo! Delivered an NBA championship to Philly since first time since '83. I mean, the Billy Cunningham days, right? Mo Cheeks, right? Hey, OG, I'm looking forward to this thing tonight. No, I'm not kidding, man. I'll be watching this bad puppy tonight. Sills, I would bet five hundred bucks. You have a lot of black. Oh, I do. How you doing? Well, you thought I was bald like the rest of you guys that are in your 50s? Oh, no, no, no. Big Seals is a paisan. I got hair everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you thought Big Sills was bold? Come on, bro. Only in my manscape. Thank you. Merry Christmas. There's your spot. Xander Racket. <laughs> uh, no, no. Man model. Watch this. Here's my modeling. Here's my model look. <laughs> I can't even do it. I'd be the worst model. <laughs> I would. Guys, thank you so much, man. Hey, it'll be interesting tonight. I want to see what he does, man. Harden in South Philly tonight. Real cool. Thank you so much. Combine start tomorrow. I'll be back with Barrett in the morning and then back here with you guys right here in our own little sandbox here tomorrow, man. So Randy was awesome. Please go back and watch it if you missed it. Like it. Share it. Make sure you tell everybody about it. Thank you so much, man. Four to six tomorrow. We'll see you on the flip side. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. 
If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.